Hi, and welcome back to No More Losers Dating After Divorce. I'm your host, Susan Patang from The Quiet Zone Coaching. How are you today? Today, we're going to talk about love chameleons. What are they? And are you one? Hmm, what does that mean? So we're going to take a peek into something that so many of us do to sabotage romance romance, our romantic lives, and we might not even realize that we're doing it and that there's a way to stop it. So by the way, um, as you're listening to this information, you might have some questions. I'd love to answer them for you. So if you do have any questions, you want to head over to www.thequietzonecoaching.com, pick up um, from the services page, you want to pick up a perfect partner assessment. It's my gift to you. And um, I can answer any questions that you have about this material if, if you do that. So back to the story. So one of the things that I used to do, I know I used to do this, um, and I was re- attracting a lot of relationship losers and psychic vampires. And one of the things that I was doing was I was a love chameleon. Love chameleons are so afraid of losing their partner that they'll do just about anything to keep them, okay? And that includes doing things that they normally wouldn't do. We're going to talk about the reasons that we do stupid stuff like that in another episode. There are reasons why. We're not going to talk about that today. Today, we're going to see exactly how being a love chameleon works and how to stop doing it. First of all, let's take a look at Jenny. Okay, she's an ardent Democrat. She believes in equal rights for all. She believes in gun control. She also advocates social medicine. Jenny goes to a barbecue and gets introduced to Sam by a mutual friend. Now, Sam is a Republican. He has a gun collection. He belongs to the NRA and he goes to the rifle range several times a year. So he loves his guns. He thinks the government should stay out of people's lives, and he feels that workers' rights are hurting businesses. Despite their differences in their political beliefs, which are, which are pretty bad, okay, they're, they're like diametrically opposed, aren't they? But Jenny still thinks Sam is charming, and Sam thinks that Jenny is hot. So they hit it off, and they start dating. Jenny becomes so afraid of losing Sam that she doesn't really care about the differences in their values anymore. She even goes to the gun range with him and learns how to shoot a rifle. Okay. And at first everything is fine, but after a few months, Jenny starts to resent the fact that Sam doesn't respect her beliefs. Sam is confused um, because he didn't know that Jenny felt so strongly about gun control. She never mentioned it before, and, and he's kind of like, what happened to you? <laughs> you know, what happened here? You were you went to the gun range with me. And they start to um they start to argue a lot, they, and they end up breaking up, and then they're angry at each other for months afterwards. Okay. Then there's the story of Billy. He's a doctor and he is totally dedicated to his work. So he would really like to date, but it's kind of tough when you're working all the time. And you know how that is. So he he's at the hospital and he meets this really hot nurse named Heather. Okay, so she's a nurse in a post-operative ward. She loves her job, too, but she also loves her friends and she loves the vibrant social life that she enjoys. 
So Billy thinks that Heather's vibrant personality is amazing. And Heather thinks that Billy is handsome, intelligent, and oh my God, he's a doctor. Okay. Where do you think this is going to go? <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Okay. So, so many times we meet somebody, we hit it off with them for whatever reason, and then we get entangled with this person, but they're just not the right fit for us. Okay. It's easy to let it happen when we really feel like we need to have a partner that we're desperate for love, or it's just lonely being at home by yourself. Okay. Part of this problem can be solved by learning to be comfortable in your own skin without a partner. Okay. It's hard to have a partner if you don't like yourself. And we are going to be addressing that in another episode. But today we're going to talk about values and our value system. If I was going to ask you what your values are, what would you answer? Have you ever really stopped to think about what is important to you? And most people say they have, and they pull up things like kindness, honesty, reliability, hard work as being values that, that, they, that they consider important. There are so many more different values that are out there. It is so much more diverse than that. So if you were to do a Google search for examples of values, you'll see all kinds of lists online. Have you ever considered a value like diversity, flexibility, simplicity? Okay, they're all values too. So I know you're asking me right now why this even matters. What does this have to do with being a love chameleon? Okay, so let's look at those examples that we were just talking about. Heather might value hard work too, but not to the point where it's the center of her life. But to Billy, the hard work of caring for others comes before his social life. Their values are different. So their relationship, unless they're willing to work super hard at a compromise, is already doomed. The same thing goes for Sam and Jenny. Now, if Jenny is willing to compromise her values just to keep Sam happy, eventually she's going to start to resent him. She's going to feel trapped in a world that she doesn't want and, and she can't get out of, okay? So it's not only important to define your value system so that you can find a partner that feels about life in a similar way. Having a well-defined value system that we adhere to also avoids cognitive dissonance. It allows our kids to follow a good example, and it helps us to know what to do when we don't know what to do. So cognitive dissonance is when there's a war waging between your conscious and your subconscious mind, okay? For example, if you lie to a, a client for your employer, but you think lying is wrong, the result is going to be cognitive dissonance. When your behavior doesn't match your belief system, or your values. That's when the war begins and the collateral damage is stress. So define your values, live by them, and don't compromise them for a partner, an employer, or anyone else. That's what being a love chameleon is all about. That's why what happened to Jenny, she was becoming a love chameleon. Now, we can also look at the example of um, Billy and Heather too. So I wonder if either one of them decided to become a love chameleon for the other, or if they just went out on a couple of dates and it fizzled out, or if they actually decided to try to compromise those conflicting values and find a middle ground, which is also possible too, but it's very hard. Okay. And we just mentioned um, 
kids too, right? Allowing our kids to follow uh, the good example that we're setting. It's really hard to raise kids in today's world. There is information available to them that our parents would never have allowed us to see. But social media and the ubiquitous internet access lets our kids see so much more. We can be the ultimate example to them by living by our values and then helping them create the value system that they want for themselves, okay? That way they are going to have a framework to base their behavior on. And in the same way, we can use our value system to mold our own behavior. Sometimes we have dilemmas about the right course of action, right? What's right for one person may be wrong for someone else. And sometimes there are an awful lot of shades of gray too, right? How can we make sure that we're doing what we think is right? How? By asking ourselves if the action that we're thinking of honors our value system. If you define your values and you live by them and stop being a desperate love chameleon, you'll be on the road to finding the perfect partner for you. If you'd like to learn other ways to find your ideal partner, grab a perfect partner assessment. We'll identify three things that are holding you back and the number one thing that you can do to find the perfect partner for you. That's my gift to you for listening to this podcast. So where I want you to go is to www thequietzonecoaching.com slash services. And you go to my services page on thequietzonecoaching.com and you will see the perfect partner assessment. You click on the link and you can make an appointment for your very own. Until next time, namaste. Have an awesome, amazing week.